And we are back to discuss more Mandalorian. And I have to say, Preston, um, either you're a psychic connected to the Weirwood <laughs> Net, or you're secretly on the Mandalorian development team. You're, you're secretly like the cameraman or the writer, one of the writers, because you have said two things that have actually come true. Um, uh, you're talking about Boba Fett's re- return? Boba Fett's return. I was like, nah, there's no way Boba Fett's going to come back this season. Maybe next season. He comes, And you were like, eh, I think he's going to come back this season. Came back this season. And last year when we were, were doing Mandalorian season one, you were saying how you felt as though Fennec, Sh- Fennec Shand, when she was lying there dead, um, the person who came up, you can only see their feet. You thought it was Boba Fett. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. it might have been Moff Gideon. But no, you were correct there too. It was Boba Fett, and he did help her out, and and now they're um, a team. I mean, it, it's kind of funny that after all of these years, all of these years where we're like waiting for Boba Fett's return, it's now it's happened. Here it is. <clears throat> I mean, I suppose he was he was doing badass things. Probably the most badass things we've ever we've ever seen Boba Fett do, considering that Boba Fett is a fuck up. Right. <laughs> so here we actually see him taking out a freaking million stormtroopers like oh, so many, so much death, so much ridiculous death. Um, Preston, we're not going to get your like another rant of you. No, no, no. This time, this time, all I thought about was Commando. So, you know, you know, the movie Commando when when at the end, when Arnold Schwarzenegger like comes in and he just starts taking out a complete army all by himself and it's ridiculous. where he has the machine gun and he has like he's shirtless and he's just yeah. yeah. But like Commando is tongue in cheek. Like like it's they made that movie understanding that this was ridiculous. So what's funny is that like somebody has taken Commando not underst- like not understanding that it was it was satire and then decides to like do the same sort of thing but completely serious like oh yeah you know 100 stormtroopers <laughs> and a guy in a stick sure you know <laughs> takes them all out all i right. find it funny that uh i don't know if this 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 term has been coined yet on twitter or whatever but he has that uh boba belly oh god i totally thought about that especially when he went when he put the armor back on and i was like ooh you he has uh he definitely doesn't fit that armor anymore. So so this might be um, somewhat of an Easter egg, but so Star Wars Rebels takes place, you know, a couple of years before New Hope. And one of the clone troopers, Rex, was able to override his Order 66 programming. And uh, he's an older man. He's a clone, clone yeah. trooper clone. And he's an older man. His name is Rex. He's the guy. He's the older man in Return of the Jedi that goes down to Endor. In one of the episodes in Rebels, Rex and one of the main characters infiltrates uh, an imperial base or whatever, and he puts on a stormtrooper outfit, but his belly is hanging out a little bit. So I think that's that's where that Easter egg was oh, from. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, because because you know I saw the actor. I think I saw him last in uh, Aquaman, and he and he. I guess he looked pretty fit there. But who you know who knows? He he definitely had a little. He definitely had a belly. Um, people get bellies as they get older. So, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Boba Fett definitely looked out of shape. Um, what was he doing on tattooing all that time because I think once again I think Mandalorian takes place six or seven years after Return of the Jedi right so there's a lot of things there's a lot of questions that come out of this more questions than answers really so one how exactly did he get out of the Sarlacc was it that the Sarlacc was it was killed by the crate dragon I'm assuming and somehow he crawled out 
and that was lucky. But then somehow his armor, he somehow he lost his armor, and we we, we don't know how it it got into. Um, I mean, somehow he lost the armor in the sand, and some some Jawas picked it up and then gave it to Tim- Timothy Oliphant. But that's exactly what happened. But why wouldn't Boba Fett go after Timothy Oliphant? That seems like a pretty easy target. Oh, <laughs> the easiest target. You're right, actually. Um, I, I I see in my head right now. I keep hearing. Um, I keep hearing the that that Yoda spinoff character from Force Awakens telling Rey a good question for another time. Yeah, yeah. And we might get the answers to this in either a video game or a comic or whatever else. But I, I feel like that's what's going to happen because we also might get a Boba Fett spinoff. So maybe it'll be answered there. I see. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, he he was definitely chilling out for a long time, you know, with uh, not going after Timothy Oliphant's. Um, armor, you know, enough where he's like finds Ming Nan in the in the sand, um, and, and revives her, turns her turns her into an android, like fixes her up pretty well, like yeah, has some resources. And I will say, we had another episode that essentially gave us uh, a main a main a main quest. So so far, only one episode this entire season has been side quest, which was episode two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was, I was wondering how they're going to pull it all together in. And, you know, because we've got the Boba Fett plot. We had, you know, the Moff Gideon plot. And I guess now we have an Admiral Thrawn kind of plot. Uh, but, you know, now, now it seems to have we, we've tied them together uh, quite a bit. And not, not the Admiral Thrawn stuff. You, you think that might be for the, uh, the spinoff. But we, we, uh, Boba Fett's now, you know, part of, part of Team Mando. That was weird, but we'll get into that. Okay. So the Mandalorian arrives with, Go- with Grogu on Tython and finds the ancient temple on top of a mountain. He places Grogu at the center so he can choose his path. Grogu starts meditating and a protective force field appears around him. Boba Fett arrives with the mercenary Fennec Shand, whose life he saved on Tatooine and demands the return of his Mandalorian armor. And I gotta say, the one thing I'm actually on the fa- I don't know if I, I like this or if I kind of am annoyed by it. I'm leaning more towards like... Man, the, the show Mandalorian really doesn't hold back in regards to giving us characters that are very popular in, you know, the current, the, the, the meta story. For example, Ahsoka. I thought Ahsoka was not going to appear until the very end of the last episode. She yeah. appears literally within the two, the first two minutes. Right. Yeah. Like they don't, they, there's not much, um, they give you everything. They don't, they don't tease. Like, they don't they, tease. They, there, there's been, no this subtleties. Been three episodes in a row, right? Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, Boba Fett. Like, you know, just three episodes in a row. I I mean, I I imagine, like, next episode we're going to get Captain Rex, and then the next episode will be, like, Zorba the Hutt or, you know, some some old fan (laughs) fan favorite. Zorba the Hutt? Zorba the Hutt is uh, Jabba's dad who comes after – he comes after Luke and Han and Leia uh, in various extended universe books to get revenge – for on on them for killing Jabba, yeah. Like I th- I thought Boba Fett would have appeared in like in a, in a like a cooler faction, a cooler cooler way, but he just literally like lands his ship on the horizon. Like he literally yeah. just comes in flying in. Right, you're like there. You're like there's. I mean, I don't know if it's Slave One or Slave Two. I know in the slave extended one. in the extended universe, he he was always flying around Slave Two, but it's probably still Slave One. There's no reason mm-hmm. I guess Slave One would be gone, but yeah. 
So he just flies exactly. in Slave 1 immediately, and you're like, oh, there's Boba Fett. Okay. What I also found was weird was that as soon as Boba Fett comes in on the Slave 1, Mando's like, oh, kid, hurry up. We got to get out of here. Like, why? How do you not know that's not a Jedi? Right. Yeah. Like, that was weird and a little confusing. Like, you came there to have Grogu reach out into the Force, and maybe a Jedi will come to him. Right. But, like, someone came. How do you know that's not a Jedi on that ship? That, that absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. The other thing I was thinking is, why aren't all of these people shooting from the sky? When, when, when you, you know, like when you're when you have air superiority over people on the ground, why would you land and then try to and then have everybody like run out? That's a good question, Preston. I mean, for I mean time. Boba Fett did it, and then the stormtroopers ship one did it. Stormtroopers ship two did it, and then finally. I mean, one could maybe argue that Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper uh, Transport 1 and 2 were distractions, but I don't know. It was it was really weird. Like, they're on the ground. Just shoot them. You've got a ship. Ah, well. Yeah, I mean, that that is true, but we wouldn't have Boa Fett going crazy and literally yeah. fucking these guys up with, like, such a like an intense ferocity. Like, the way he fights is so animalistic. I kind of oh, like yeah. I really yeah. like it. Holy fuck. But um, following a tense confrontation, the Mandalorian agrees to trade the armor for the safety of Grogu. The two shuttles arrive, and stormtroopers come out of it, and they attempt to capture the little kid. But honoring their agreement, Fett and Shand and the Mandalorian join forces and try to stop the stormtroopers, inflicting heavy casualties on them. Moff Gideon arrives in his Imperial Star Cruiser and destroys the Mandalorian's ship from orbit. Gideon sends out four robotic dark troopers, finally confirmed, mm -hmm. uh, who kidnap Grogu and take him aboard their cruiser before fleeing. Fett and Shand agree to help the Mandalorian save Grogu to honor their debt, which... What debt? Like, I, I feel he, as though... He agreed. It, it's funny because at first you're like, oh, this is a really bad deal for the Mandalorian. Like, safety for the child in the next 10 minutes for, for Mandalorian armor, that seems like a bad deal. And then later it becomes a great deal. Like, no, I promised you safety for the child. I guess I've got a freaking rescue him from an imperial like an imperial cruiser so all of a sudden it becomes a fantastic deal yeah but like it, it's so paper thin like he literally could just leave and that's it i oh, mean yeah. he promised not to kill the child and he didn't kill the child and there it is so yeah, i mean it yeah like, it's weird Shand, Shand and Boba Fett are not in his debt. Like, Espe especially know. considering that Mando fully expected that he, he wouldn't. So apparently now they've, you know, apparently now Boba Fett is the most honorable motherfucker in the, in the galaxy. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian seeks the now Marshal Cara Dune's help in breaking out the criminal Mayfeld in order to track Gideon's cruiser and rescue Grogu. Impressed with Grogu's force powers, Gideon informs Dr. Pershing that the midichlorian donor is available, ending mm, the episode. Mm, so yeah. most of the episode was entirely action, which I don't mind. Uh, a lot it's of like stormtrooper, yeah, yeah, a lot of stormtrooper destruction, which once again I'm I'm completely fine with. And uh, yeah, overall the episode was great. I still like the last one better, but still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I thought. <sighs> I would have been, it's funny because I, I would have liked the episode more had they defeated 20 stormtroopers instead of 200 stormtroopers. Like at some <laughs> point it just became cartoonish. Like, oh God, like, oh, you're going to roll a rock down a hill to kill four or five stormtroopers. Of course, the, the rock, you know, goes exactly the path where, where the stormtrooper is, you know, it's mm -hmm. just, uh, and of course they're going to be like, they're going to be like, give yourself up. Like instead of shooting because 
that's the way the Imperials are. The Imperials are so merciful, and our heroes are just not. The one thing that kind of annoys me is that, like, you see this in every shooter ever, whether it's, you know, Star Wars or, or whatever else. Instead of just shooting them from, like, you know, 30 feet away, they they only ever shoot when they run up and aim the gun right at their face. Yeah. But but if but if they run up and aim at their face, it's always freeze. Give yourself up, like dude. Like you can't have it both ways. You're like I'm only gonna I'm only gonna take a shot if I'm close enough where I can get them. But then once I'm close enough to get them, I'm gonna give them the opportunity to surrender. You're like ah, oh, these stormtroopers, they're so nice. Freeze, rebel scum. You know, like, I, oh. <laughs> I will say though the. They really took all the criticisms we lobbied at the show in season one to heart. We had, once again, we only had one side quest episode this season, and everything else has been main quests. Yeah. And one of the things I said last time was, I kind of wanted to see more of the Empire, more Stormtroopers. And we definitely got more Stormtroopers. We definitely got more Empire. And now, I feel like it's, 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 I feel like it's Dave Filoni's job, because he is also doing this with uh, John Favreau. I feel like it's Dave Filoni's jobs to bring things from Legends into the new canon because I do. I think I think I figured out things. Well, first of all, I think John Favreau um, writes things like a thirteen-year-old boy would write things, which is <laughs> what? What do you mean? You know, like a thirteen-year-old boy, if he were writing Star Wars, would would write like this episode the way it was. Like, oh my god, like the Mandalorian, he like lands on this planet, and they like need to like communicate with the Jedi, and then Boba Fett arrives, and and they fight, and they're gonna fight, and then some stormtroopers arrive, and then they fight, and they kill the stormtroopers, and they gotta team up, and then the em- then some robot Empire guys fly down and steal Yoda, and then you know Boba Fett and the Mandalorian's gotta team up to get him back, you know, like. It's got a. It, it's very. It's very fanboyish to the very boyish. Like there's no subtlety. Like everything is just blunt. Like and then Boba Fett arrives. You know, it's like Dave Filoni is more about like what have I, re- you know, previously established in this universe and how can I like place it in this? You know, how can I slip in my characters right? And Pretty like, much. Yeah. And like all of the Star Wars. Like legends and 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 you know uh, not even legends in the in the in the sense of like extended universe, but I mean the uh, the, the continuity. Like that's what he's doing. Um, so that's essentially it is what he's doing. Like Thrawn, they only introduced Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels. Thrawn was a, an originally originally a legends character. Yeah. He introduced Thrawn not only in Rebels, but he's reintroducing Thrawn into the universe post Endor, which is amazing. And when Boba Fett shows Mando at the very end, the the armor's chain coat or whatever, someone uh, translated what the the letter said. And we also have oh, another really? legends. Yeah, you know how the fans are. Oh god. Um, I, I just tra- was surprised it wasn't gibberish. That's all. <laughs> I think it's Arabesh or something like that. Yeah, but regardless, yeah, someone translated it, and uh, they're bringing another character from Legends in there, who was Django's like foster father or whatever. Oh. But um, no, like that's essentially the whole thing. And I also like that they're kind of bringing back Mayfeld, not the other cartoony, annoying characters from the heist episode last season, but only Mayfeld, played by Bill Burr, which I actually want to see more of him. I mean, that's the thing. Isn't this all fan service? Like, oh, we're going to have Bill Burr and Boba Fett. And like, wait, wait, you're teaming up Bill Burr and Boba Fett? Like, this is... <laughs> like, and making it good, though. You have to admit, but, like, But what I also think good. is interesting is retroactively, they're making all of the side quest episodes into main episodes. Right? Because, like, the gunslinger 
was the Ming-Na episode. And like, mm-hmm. normally that would just be a throwaway side quest. I mean, other than the Boba Fett boots thing at the end. But now right. she's now she's in the cast, like, on a regular basis, you know? And then the, the heist episode, like, oh, like, we thought that was just a one-off random adventure. Well, no, it actually, like, feeds into the, into the Rebel Alliance liking Mando and letting him get away. <clears throat> and then they're bringing back the Bill Burke character. So it sounds like... Maybe there are no side quest characters, you know. Maybe Akechita's girlfriend will come back from from you know the uh, the sanctuary. Somehow, somehow, I highly doubt that. But <laughs> god damn it, I, I think you are actually right. That actually is kind of cool that all these one off characters that you only saw one time are kind of coming back. And right, you know, they even they frankly, even brought that dead droid back, right? You know the the um the IG eleven. Yeah, the dead droid was in the heist episode too. Yeah. So oh yeah. Oh no. Not, not IG Eleven. The the one that was played by the the British comedian. Yeah. yeah it, it was in episode two. The, the frog. But you're right about IG Eleven too. Yeah. IG Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is you. That's actually a very good point. I didn't realize that until you brought it up. Good shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that they're doing that. But they're also redoing what they did in episode and season one, where Mando goes around kind of low key recruiting people. He's kind of recruiting people again, but these are the people that you kind of want. It's it's almost like the Suicide Squad in a mm, sense, you yeah, know. Yeah. He's going around recruiting the Suicide Squad, Boa Fett, Shand. I'm sure Bo Katan's going to show up. I doubt Ahsoka will, but Mayfeld. Like he's essentially recruiting them to go take on Gideon, like at his home base, wherever that may be, most likely on the Star Cruiser. And yeah, that is kind of a suicide mission. So I have a whole bunch of like questions for, you know, you because you have watched Rebels and and, and Clone Wars and have read a lot of the, the extended universe. Um, mm-hmm. So. So first off, uh, <clears throat> Moff Gideon, he seems to he seems to classify the Darksaber in the same category as a lightsaber. You know, like at the end when he showed off the dark saber to to uh, Baby Yoda, you know, he he definitely made it. He definitely like showed it in in the sense like this is a Jedi weapon. Um, is 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 weren't we before like talking about whether the dark saber is a lightsaber or not, or you know, is it an inverse lightsaber or or, or what? Like what's what's the what's the established history of the dark saber again? I, I think it's just a lightsaber, but dark. I'm I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> it's just exactly it's just a black it lightsaber. It's just a black lightsaber. It's incredibly rare. Supposedly the only one of its kind, um, and that's basically it. Uh, essentially, the the first Mandalorian ever inducted to the Jedi Order. Um, you know, he made it, and when he passed away, uh, the Jedi just kept it in the temple. But then members of like you know that Mandalorian's family down the line stole it back, and yeah. So because it is. The because it was stolen from the Jedi, the the ancient enemy of the Mandalorians, are we to assume that like <clears throat> that's the reason it's it's so important to to the leader of the Mandalorians to have is that look like I'm a, I'm a badass. I've got like the ancient artifact that like we stole from the Jedi. Ha ha, you know. It's it's more or less a symbol. It's like you said last time because you already asked me this question before. Yeah. I think it, it's what, what, did, what was the example you used in so, Game of Thrones? It's, it's Blackfire. Black yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more more or less a symbol, really. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I forgot to say this last time, but I I, I to- totally got reminded. 
that's the only reason I think Mando got the best car spear, and they re- and they introduced it in the first place so he could fight Moff Gideon. Because the only thing that can oh. really like you know, oh, take you're, on a, you're a, absolutely uh, right. You're absolutely yeah, I mean, You're you're one hundred percent right. There's no there's no reason why except for him to have a one on one fight with that spear and the and the dark saber. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like they're yeah. They're, yeah, no. no I mean that's that's that's. One thousand percent gonna happen. You're you're absolutely. He, right. he he needs a way to fucking fend off this thing, and 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 I doubt they're gonna give him a lightsaber. So yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure. Is that is that? Do you think that'll happen this season? Do you think they're gonna save that? Well, they don't seem to be saving anything. I was like, oh, when they're gonna when are they gonna bring in Boba Fett? And you were like, maybe season three. Nope, he's here. He's here now. I'm actually surprised that they're doing this. And I, honestly, I thought this episode... I'm surprised we even went to Tython. I'm surprised we even had a main quest this episode. Right, because last week, last week you were like, well, if there's going to be a filler episode, it's going to be this week. And nope. Mm-hmm. Freaking Boba Fett. I'm assuming mm-hmm. next episode we're actually going to bust Mayfield out. It's going to be a whole thing. And then the last episode will be like the final battle between our heroes and... Yeah. Uh, it's the, it's the same writer. So, so next week's episode is the same writer as the guy who wrote... Um, the original Prisoner episode with Bill Burr. So he's like coming back. Uh, so the dialogue will be consistent because it'll be the same writer. By the way, the New Republic is harsh with their prison sentence. So Mayfeld's getting 50 years, and uh, rightly so, because, you know, he had a hand in, you know, the prison yeah, break yeah. And, and killing that guy. But uh, according to this, there was one guy that passed. And of course, the fans, you know, paused it and, and translated. One guy... Um, got 95 years for, for an assault of a New Republic officer. Huh. So so killing a New Republic officer gives you 50, but just, <laughs> like, assaulting one gives you 95 years. Holy fuck. Well, you know, I, it, the Star Wars universe is not a nice place. Like, a lot of animal brutality, uh, slavery, kidnapping families, like, just mass murder, blowing up planets. I mean, people are... It's, it's, it's not a great place to live, okay? I mean... The best you can hope for is to be a moisture farmer somewhere and have everybody leave you alone. Like that's pretty that's like much, the yeah. best life you can have, you know? Just leave yeah, me pretty much. <laughs> leave me alone. I just want a moisture farm. Jesus. And uh, we also got the confirmation that these are dark troopers. Uh they look like phase 2 dark troopers, which, mm. you know, phase 3 are supposed to be like giant like hulk busting motherfuckers. Um, so phase I guess if you, two. If are, you're gonna have a dark saber, you need to have dark troopers, right? See, n- just by saying that, you made it really lame. Now, now it sounds really <laughs> lame. Dark saber, dark troop. That's so fucking lame. Uh, <laughs> it's just so lame now. You realize, oh you realize it, it might be like you know, like future cop. You know, like you just they have a set number of words that they just kind of like merge together. They're like, ah, oh, well. Yeah, we've used lightsaber. What else? What sounds badass? Uh, black saber? Uh, death saber? Killer saber? A dark saber? There it is. We got it. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. I will say I love his cape. His cape. Look, I, for some reason, for me, for, with me and bad guys in the Star Wars universe, they got to have a cape. Yeah. And, yeah, and quite yeah. frankly, you know. Oh, God. But, so, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you real real quick. I, I watched mm. the the... Uh, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it was it was it was not good. It, there there was like, there was like seven good jokes, and they're all in the preview. So you can just watch the preview, and like you have the whole thing. But there is one. Why where would you like, watch this? Because I, I I went on to to um to Disney Plus for some reason, and and it was there, and I was like, oh. I thought when I saw Holiday Special, I was like, I wonder if it's going to be like similar to the original Holiday Special. And it, they actually had Itchy, Lumpy, and Chewbacca's wife is what, Mala or something? Um, have you ever seen the, the, the original Star Wars Holiday Special? No, and mostly because of, of like how everybody says it's awful, so I just kind of steer cleared. It's, it's awful, but not in like a good awful way. <clears throat> it's really boring and slow. So it's like really intolerable to watch. But um, yeah, the only interesting part is there's a cartoon in the middle, which is Boba Fett's first introduction. But the main characters of the Star Wars Holiday Special are is Chewbacca's family. And Chewbacca's family is is his son, Lumpy, his wife, Mala, and his his father-in-law, Itchy. And um, his father-in-law, I think it's Jesus father-in-law. Christ. It might be his father. I, you know, I've got a, I, I have to look it up, but but it's um, it's something like I forget it. I think it's his father-in-law, but it's really ridiculous. Like, oh, chewy, and you're itchy, and you're lumpy. Great, you know, great. Like that's anyway. They they actually make an appearance in the, in the Lego Holiday Special, but but one of the jokes they have is like it's good gift give, and they got the original voices for some of the people. Like so, Billy Dee Williams plays Lando Calrissian, and there's a scene where like he gets a present for 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 Life Day, and he's like, "Please let it be a cape. Please let it be a cape." You know, <laughs> like what else would you want? Like. That's the only thing to give people is capes. Oh, oh, Billy. No, man. Just no. <laughs> Anthony on, Daniels no. plays C-3PO. They got uh, a lot of the cartoon people to redo their voices. Like the, the guy who played Anakin's voice in, in like Rebels does Anakin's voice. There's time travel. Essentially, Ray goes through time and like to all the different properties, including, Mand- including Mandalorian. And, uh, you know, gets all of these different characters and interacts with them all. There's a couple funny, there's a couple jokes, but like, you know, at one point they go back in, in time and it's like in Return of the Jedi and they're like, ah, oh, we're, we're unleashing, you know, the, the Death Star 2. And Darth Vader's like, why didn't you go with my name? I wanted to call it Star Killer Base. And he's like, Star Killer Base? That's a really lame name. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> That's actually funny. You know, all in the preview, but it's, yeah, no, it's not good. But I just had to bring up the cape thing. And the fact that I wasted my time on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than uh, talking about the action scenes where Boba Fett has the Boba belly and, you know, he fucks up everybody. Um, and, uh, you know, Dark Troopers, Moff Gideon, uh, the child is now captured. There's not really much to say about well, this Yeah, episode. why was he? Well, I mean, I mean, I have a lot of questions. Like, why would he choose to go to a cane? Like, can't he get another blaster? Like, isn't that his weapon of choice? Well, he did have one. Like okay. he did have like this like like this weird uh, gun, this r- weird rifle that I, I I think the sand people use. So, mm. uh, and he put that down. That's the first weapon he put down in front of Mando. I guess he just wanted to go close quarters. I see. I'm, I mean, I guess I guess last time he went close quarters with a blaster it didn't go so well. You know what? That's actually I I, I wonder if that's why. 
Yeah. I wonder if that's he, why. He had his blaster sliced in half, and then, yeah. And I will say, like, he, he, he goes, the Empire, they're back. Well, you've worked for the Empire several times, not to mention the Empire is not really back, though I, I would see how he would think that. Um, I guess, I mean, I like, guess he's, if he's just been hanging on Tatooine, and, but weren't yeah. there, weren't there, I guess they didn't, there weren't any stormtroopers on Tatooine. I'm, I would assume, like, they, they probably, like, left all the planets that are kind of backwater planets like Tatooine and are mostly focusing on the, you know, actual valuable source resources. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, how is he getting by? Like, how is, what has been eating all of these years? You know, like, did he go back into, into bounty hunting? I would once again. I would assume this was all going to be uh, like answered in, in his own little spinoff series because they started filming Kenobi, and okay. they started. They're they're currently right in the middle of production on the Casey and Andor, which I don't even know if I want to cover that. Like, who the fuck cares? Do you remember who Casey and Andor is? Uh, is he the guy from? Is he one of those rogue, forgettable Rogue One people? He's the main guy. He's um he's the guy from uh, Narcos Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of one of the forgettable. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds like he, that that would just be boring. Why would I want to watch his story? I mean, it might it might surprise us. Who who knows? Well, I, I guess we'll still cover it. But uh, like I said, overall this episode pretty cool. It was nice seeing Slave One. It, it's very surreal hearing. Um, I'm gonna butcher the guy's name. I apologize. T- Timura Morrison, I think his name is. It's very surreal hearing him again. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I. Because he played Django, like, yeah. that was the original Django Fett actor, and they came back. And he re-recorded all the lines of the original Boba Fett actor for for Empire and Return of the Jedi. It's so. it's, it's funny because his voice is huskier now. So like before, I remember his Kiwi accent was a little more apparent, and now you can barely tell he's Kiwi. Like he's just kind of kind of got this like husky voice. I'm, I'm assuming it's because he's older, which would yeah. make sense. Because once again, this is you know post Return of the Jedi, like several years. So, mm-hmm. so I wanted to ask you about um, the. So you were saying that they've kind of established in Rebels that Jango Fett wasn't a real Mandalorian, and now they're going and saying he was a real Mandalorian. So what's what's the deal? So. In the Clone Wars television show, Obi-Wan encounters this Mandalorian politician and he asks the guy about Jango, and the guy's like, oh, he was probably just some brigand who stole Mandalorian armor. And I guess this is not a retcon, but another explanation as to how Jango could be a Mandalorian. Like our main character, you know, he's Mandalorian, but he wasn't born on Mandalore, you know? Like a better way to describe Mm -hmm. it, I guess, would be you can still be an American citizen despite not being born in America. Gotcha. And so, so Din Djarin wasn't born on Mandalore. He, he was born on some planet that got attacked by the, 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 the Separatist forces. And the Mandalorians came and rescued him and made him into one of them. So, yeah. So now, I mean, they are now establishing that there's just these all these different factions of Mandalorians who feel that their way is the way. You know, right? I, 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 now I think it's that... Django was a real Mandalorian, but to a different Mandalorian, he might not think he's real, a real Mandalorian. That everybody's trying to be more—they call it being, being more royal than the king. Like, you know, you, fi- you, you find with religious extremists, like everybody—you know—no one wants to think that somebody else is actually, you know, um, you know, part of the same group. Uh, you, fi- you find this a lot, you know, like. I, there are Christian sects that don't think Catholics are real Christians there, you know, and things like that, you know, just it's like real, real, you know, uh, 
intolerant kind of stuff. But it seems like this is like the Mandalorian way too, is that they all kind of think they're the real Mandalorians, which explains why there was a civil war. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So now it's back. Django Django's a real Mandalorian now. Uh, once again, yeah, but there, I would say there's an asterisk there on him being a Mandalorian. I mean, he was a foundling. He's so. a foundling, but clearly not the foundling in the same in the same order as as Mando, because Mando, because Django would take off his helmet rev- readily. So whoever right. whoever you know took care of him, uh, you know, was not in the same sort of extremist sect as as Mando. It could also be that Mando, after the whole Mandalorian Civil War thing went down, and it's possible his side lost, so he probably left the Creed and went to go do the whole bounty hunting thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're going to get more into it when when Bo-Katan returns and the Darksaber comes in. That would be super interesting. That would be super Because, I mean, I I imagine that in the end, you know, Mando is going to at some point, kill Moff Gideon. Maybe this season, maybe next season. But if, if, he's going to have that, that fight with the, with the Beskar spear, and he's going to win, right? And then either Mando is going to have the, the Darksaber or he's going to give it to Bo-Katan, right? One of the two is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's going to change things politically. But and we'll, see, we'll see what it does. But... I guess we're going to have to find out more about these these Mandalorian sects and, and factions and what's going on. Well, they already started filming, filming season three, and from what from what people have seen, we, we might be visiting Naboo for some reason. Oh. So, oh. Yeah. Uh, but Preston, do you have any more questions? Um, he still hasn't added the, the crate dragon symbol to his armor. Which is which I which I feel as though is a travesty because killing a great dragon is is kind of super I guess fun he does he doesn't have anyone to do it for him like when he when he does when next time he runs into you know the 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 Smiths he can he can do it I'm waiting for the really like lame moment that we're most likely gonna get where mm-hmm. you know oh you brought Grogu to Typhon so he can choose his own path and choose where to go but he has chosen. He has chosen to go with you. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for that really cringy, wholesome moment. It, it, it's coming. It, it's yeah, coming. but, it's, you know, yeah. it's... it's uh, there has to, That has to be, like, the fundamental thing of the show. Like, you know, that would be the last season or something, you know? <laughs> or, you know, they, because they, they, have to keep, they have to keep the kid and Mando together, and they have to keep him on a quest, right? So we'll, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see what it is. Um, do you feel bad? David Prowse died. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was, mm. it it also annoys me. Like the treatment that Lucas, like Lucas did not like him at all. Yeah. Cause he was insufferable supposedly. So, well, I mean, everybody's insufferable to somebody. Uh, I'm sure Lucas isn't, George Lucas isn't exactly a a barrel of monkeys to hang out with. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, I, you know, my my Empire Stri- my old school Empire Strikes Back poster is signed by him and Boba Fett. Really? Yeah, I'll uh-huh. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. You can you can pop it up right here. The uh, mm-hmm. it's signed by by uh, uh, Kenny Baker, R two D two, David Prowse, Dar- uh, Darth Vader, um, Chewbacca. Uh, shit, uh, 
and then Boba Fett, who I think is Jeremy something or other. See, I, see, if I, the people are like, if you were a true fan, you'd know all of their names off the bat, you know, off the top of your head. Jeremy Bullock, that was Boba Fett's original actor, and uh, Chewbacca's actor died recently, didn't he? Yeah, Peter Mayhew, I think. Yeah, Peter Mayhew. So, I think everyone. Well, maybe Boba Fett's Boba Fett's actor is still alive, but all, the other three are all dead. On, on my post, everyone's going, man. Everyone's going. No, yeah, yeah, he's still alive. So, once he dies, I'll have the set. All, all, all four, all four <laughs> oh, of the actors on my poster will be dead. <laughs> what did you think of the episode, though? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, um, I, I was surprised. I was just really surprised that they just went straight into it. But no, it, it, it was fine. It was, it was again mostly action, very entertaining. But I, I'm liking, I like them bringing in these these random characters that I didn't even think would be back, tying up like episodes that we thought were useless. Turns out they're not useless. Um, so I thought it was pretty good. I thought you know, you know, good good. Uh, um, you know, a good six, seven, seven out of ten, eight out of ten. You you love you yeah, love I the rankings. You love the rankings. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, uh, we'll see you next week with more Mando. Hopefully, another side. Hopefully, another main quest mission. But I, honestly, I wouldn't mind uh, a side quest before we uh, top it off with the series finale next next week. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.